Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm over it because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Hey guys, it is Murad Morali. Hopefully you guys are all doing well today. Hopefully you guys are coping well wherever you guys are. Well, to be honest, everybody should be at home isolating and you know, whenever this is over, child, this is going to be over. But as you can tell from the title, we're going to just dive straight into this because, you know, given the recent plight, let's just say, of discussions and situations that have taken place online, I really wanted to address colorism in all its forms when it comes to Asian and Arab kind of environments, cultures, and you know how this takes place in communities, how it's so intrinsically linked, and how it is such a heavy problem. Now, when it comes to my background as an individual where I'm from originally, I am both from an Asian and Arab descent. My mother is from Pakistan and my dad is from Yemen, um, kind of like Saudi Yemen in that region. So, and then my grandmother is also Turkish. So I have a, quite of a complex, you know, ethnic background in that entire region. Um, my grandmother, who was Turkish, was born in Ethiopia. So she moved to Ethiopia, I think, during the Ottoman Empire. So it was all very, like, just in different regions. But Arab and Asian is my, you know, mix. And I feel like, you know, coming from these communities and having a platform, why not speak about colorism in these communities? Now, I've done this before two to three times, you know, I have spoken about this on my YouTube channel, but now I have a podcast, I can also bring it to this as well. So we're going to get straight into it. I'm going to dissect this into two different, you know, segments. The first segment will be addressing Asian colorism, and the second segment will be addressing Arab colorism. So we cover two different regions. I'm literally drinking some tea right now from my merch cup called Daily and Consistent. I'm having some Elaichi tea. I've never had this before, but my dad gave me it, and it is everything, guys. Mm-mm, this is everything. I like tea. Listen, I don't even drink tea like that, but I'm involved. But anyways, Asian colorism. In order for us to understand this, we need to really dive into this issue. We need to really dissect why these ideas are so intrinsically deeply rooted in Asian cultures, whether it be Indian, Pakistani, Bangladesh, Sri Lankan, in that particular South, you know, Asian region. To answer this, you have to talk about colonization. 
where you know it was a particular indian subcontinent was ruled for a very long time by the mughals and also then the british so the mughals basically had turkish and persian kind of ethnicity um hence why you know it was deemed that this particular complexion was considered attractive and then the main concept of oppression was brought to light at time of the british rule because they sort of injected the idea of that the only people with fair complexion are superior and they have the capacity for thought and reason especially to a high degree since then the society has been cherishing it as an abiding belief even hundreds of years since the british left the idea of colorism is still deeply rooted in our cultures throughout south asian culture in bengali culture pakistani culture unfortunately they all still suffer from many of the ills of colonialism especially the bengali culture why because there's a likeliness that they're going to be darker and so the darker ones suffer the you know the most the less beautiful they are perceived this mentality has continued through generations during the british raj entry to restaurants and educational institutions they were actually prohibited they were deemed as black indian with entry boards clearly stating that indians and dogs were not allowed i had no idea about that i had genuinely had no idea but the british needed indians in their workforce invariably employments employments to indians were reserved for odd jobs and low ranks in army lighter skinned indians got preference over their darker counterparts let me repeat that over to you guys let me repeat this please lighter skinned indians got preference over their darker counterparts there was already splicing and dicing of lighter and darker advantages and disadvantages this is a segment a root there are many roots but this is a root where colonialism takes place and splices and dices sets the rules and subconsciously they are del- dived deep into your mind subconsciously they are rooted into your mind and this is how things can begin and this gets repeated after generation 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 cyclical forms of psychological abuse Wow. Decades later this also sowed the seeds of the creation of you know Bangladesh where tall and white Pakistani generals made fun of the black you know Bengalis. And this is obviously something that I've seen you know in Pakistani culture where you have these casual kind of jokes about Bengalis because they tend to be darker skinned or darker skinned you know Pakistanis or just darker skinned you know um Tamils Sri Lankans they tend to be darker skinned than Pakistanis. You know my mother is quite fair skinned so you know I have seen some dark skinned Pakistani that's I didn't I didn't even know that they were Pakistanis because in my mind because you know the Asian side of my family are all fair skinned we're all fair skinned. So and coming and being brought up in London I haven't really had the experience of having any family here or that I've seen that were dark skin Pakistanis so sometimes you'd be like it blows your mind because you only have this one concept that you've been brought up with it really does blow your mind when you actually see dark skin Pakistanis and they have had a whole different life than you but you don't know that because you haven't experienced it so you don't even think about it so if you just pause stop and think you're like wow 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 it's just a whole different situation the splicing and dicing the casual colorism is one of the most self-destructive problems guys that really per- pervade every aspect of our cultural consciousness it's an unholy phenomenon and it can affect the deeply psychological aspect of the people who are dark skinned and their confidence level can be affected i want to repeat this word now please confidence 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 do you understand confidence the confidence is destroyed eradicated dissolved the worth of people is reduced because they feel that they because they are darker skin they are inferior it is such a disgusting vile thing it definitely is 
and it's just really sad. The person who gets bullied for having dark complexions is more likely to feel alienated. Moreover, their innate potential can also be flipping destroyed, which is not acceptable. Darker does not mean uglier. Say with me, guys. Darker does not mean uglier. Darker does not mean uglier. This mindset that considers only fair-skinned people are, are beautiful needs to change. A particular story um, from this particular girl where she says, On my way, travels down to Chennai in India where most of the population is dark-skinned. I hope to find a foundation for myself, but to my surprise, I discovered that the foundations were marketed at Caucasian or lighter-skinned Indian women. A saleswoman approached me, stating that she was previously as black as I am, but was saved by the infamous bleaching cream, fair and lovely cream, which sells more than Coke in India. Coca-Cola, the drink. Coca-Cola, this particular fair cream is sold more. It's become an obsession. It's become an obsession. This is, you know, the whole fair cream industry is rife, is absolutely rife. And they make so much money from this because they're exploiting people's minds. And because the damage has already been done, all they can do is go deeper, deeper and deeper. So you have so much when it comes to stuff like this, especially when it comes to um, Bollywood. You don't really see dark skinned Indians. You see lighter skin, you know, similar complexion to mine. You have these type of people that you see, you know, Shah Rukh Khan or whatever, these type of, you know, this similar, this type of complexion you see see on the front screen where are you seeing dark skin brown people where it doesn't make any sense you don't see them on the front lines when it comes to these particular industries for bollywood as well you don't see it anywhere but you don't think about it because you think this is the only norm this is the only concept and then when you do see dark skin individuals you then have these negative associations that are rooted in colorism and racism and I feel like Asian colorism is actually really bad. But people don't talk about it. Nobody talks about it. They tend to ignore it and put it under the rug. This is what really takes place in Asian cultures. They like to put things under the rug and they don't address it. And they let things bubble over, bubble over. And then they ignore the outer ways that, you know, that people behave when you, put, when you don't address things properly in healthy communication and you, you put things under the carpet, it will come out in different ways in terms of how you react to stuff as, as an individual. If you hide your issues under a carpet, you don't address them, they will come out in a different way in reference to how you act as a person through, through anger, through depression, through confusion, through, you know, breakdowns. So this is what becomes a norm because people don't like to communicate. They don't like to have conversations when it comes to stuff like this. They like to just hide it away because they associate with shame, shame, shame. And they don't want people to think that they're shame. Like it's just, it honestly is just bizarre at this point. Then you have this whole kind of obsession where you have Pakistanis who want to be Arab. And to me, I find this to be, you know, actually very common where you, you know, you have a lot of people who say that they are Arab, but then they're actually not. They're Pakistanis. Like, why is it obsession? Because they want to be deemed associated with being Arab because they feel like that is better because the Arabs are fair-skinned or to an extent or stuff like this as well. So you have this kind of um, colorism association, which is, you know, shocking. And it really is just sad you know, it's something that I can distinctively see because I come, I have descent from both sides. My, you know, mother's Pakistan, my dad is Yemen. So I see this kind of, you know, descent where you can notice people who want to try and pretend to be something else because of the self-hatred. They pretend to be something else because of the deep hatred for themselves that, you know, which is the impact of colorism. They don't know that they're, um, um, somebody who's impacted by it because they're putting it under, under the rug. They reject it, reject it, reject it. They don't fathom the idea that they want to be Asian. They prefer to be Arab. And it's so sad. But it's like, can you blame them if they're also being... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Impacted by societal conditions of colorism that impact them 24 7 it is such a messed up system that needs a lot of cleaning and there's something that you can't do overnight it's a natural progressive situation but the more we talk about it the more we raise awareness the more we help younger people to actually understand what is going on casual colorism is one of the most self-destructive problems that pervade every aspect of asian cultural consciousness and bengalis if you'll get it the most sri lankans get it the most darker skinned indians get it the most darker skinned pakistani people darks and asians period get it the most but you just have this kind of conversation natural kind of joke conversation that i've seen as well where pakistanis would you know say oh you look like a bengali do you know what i mean because you know they're a bit more darker skinned so you take the piss out of them you i've heard stuff like this and you see some of this online it becomes a natural kind of coercive kind of joke because you associate bengalis with dark skinned so this is kind of you know white supremacy tailored racism colorism deeply intrinsically linked due to colonialism that really dive deep into the psyche of your mind that needs to be pulled out of your subconsciousness laid into your consciousness laid out and make you understand that this is wrong so this is something that i really wanted to touch on and you can tell that i'm speaking a lot about it because there's so much to speak about but i also now want to move on to arab um arab colorism because i'm gonna be here all day child Oh, okay. This is the less kind of frequently discussed cake. But hold on, before we get into this, child, let me have my more my lychee tea. Mm. All right, let's get into this. When you come to Arab kind of colorism, it's like a less frequently discussed, you know, case system that is one of the Middle East. Although it was, it's not really referred to as such, there is a clear preference towards Middle Easterners with fairer Eurocentric features. This discrimination, referred to as colorism, has resulted in institutional and social racism. The slave trade has ingrained the idea that black skin is subhuman. And the slave trade isn't just the European slave trade, we also have the Arab slave trade trade or people don't really talk about it consequently dark-skinned arabs are also ostracized colorism in the middle east is rarely discussed amongst middle easterners but it stems from racism and is equally as oppressive as dilapidating to victims of it the al-aqdam tribe of yemen are deemed the lowest class because they are black so you do have black arabs especially in places like yemen as well and um this particular tribe is basically, they're basically black Arabs. And colonizing the mind was the most detrimental effect of colonialism. Colonizing the mind was the most detrimental effect because it allows self-hate guys to thrive and live on 
even after independence. This iteration, for example, when it comes to Princess Jasmine, I'll give you a whole different example, takes all the boxes of the Hollywood formula. Why? Because when it comes to ticking the boxes for a woman of color, the name is easy to pronounce and, you know, they look white enough. Therefore, it's okay. So, you know, you have even a Hollywood situation like this or, you know, a lot of brown girls will be, probably be compared to kind of a Disney character. You even had Naz, for example. He was compared to Aladdin on this Love Island situation. And, you know, they immediately become this caricature that you can you can compare them to, to a Disney character, put them in a box. And, you know, you have these kind of subjugated forms of racism that is tied down to colorism that people don't want to address or talk about but if you don't address it guys or talk about it how can you raise awareness you can't keep putting things under the carpet you really can't you have a lot of fair-skinned arabs as well and you also have a lot of dark-skinned arabs and they are ones that are seen as less than as weird than as you know people who aren't you know this is what i find it very interesting because i was reading a story about how you know because i'm also from yemen as well my dad is but I was reading so many stories about so many people who said that, you know, when they told people they were from Yemen, other Arabs would see them as disgust or would have a weird reaction. But I've never had that. Every time somebody asks me what Arab country I'm from when I'm traveling, like when I was in Morocco, for example, when I was in Marrakesh, I would tell people who worked there in the market, I'd say, my dad is from Yemen. They look at me like, wow, like, you know, this is so cool. You're from a very old, your father's from a very old Arab country. One of the first Arab countries this isn't very impressive. But how would their response now be different if I was a dark-skinned Arab? This is what makes me question my mind because this shit is just so mind-blowing because I've never had a negative experience of telling somebody that my father is from Yemen. I don't get this. People are like, they, they're impressed because then they see that, you know, you're from a proper orig origin Arab country with traditional, you know, um, Arabic, like, which is called Fusha. And, you know, you, I, this is why I find it to be very, very interesting. This is why, because I've never had a negative experience. But the stories I was reading online today doing my research, you had so many who said that they were treated disgust because they're, you know, there's this association with them being dark-skinned Arabs or stuff like this. So I don't understand because, of course, you do have your fair-skinned Arabs um, in Yemen as well, especially in Sana'a, which is the capital, and also in Aden, which is like the lower part of South Yemen. You have populations over there. My dad is from Aden and his family is from there as well. So... I find this a bit interesting because if they were dark-skinned Arabs instead of fair-skinned Arabs, would my reaction be more negative if I told people I was from Yemen? Because so far, people have just been oppressed by it. So when I was reading those stories, I was so confused. I was like, I've never understood this. But it's a flipping eye-opener. It's such an eye-opener to what dark-skinned individuals go through and how freaking deep colorism is, guys. It's actually mental. Then, you know, people also need to talk about Arab colonialism because it wasn't just european now guys i've already addressed my channel twice not once but twice and now i'm addressing it thrice guys because you know you it was the biggest slave trade one of the biggest and um it wasn't just african people that they enslaved they also enslaved actually a lot of europeans also from france and this very england apparently and you know the places in spain so it really was a massive slave trade i believe i'm correct from that particular fact and it really it within itself enabled this kind of um situation where it ingrains the idea that black skin is subhuman and this is why you have so many you have so much racism in the arab world and you have so many of these maids and domestic workers that move to the arab world to work and they end up getting killed or abused or forced to work in harsh conditions which i've started doing cases on this and my next one's coming out today um so you have all of this that goes on as well so when you have these workers work for you like lebanese people might have an ethiopian worker they see them as dark or whatever because of stemming from colonialism from the arab slave trade from you know 
ancestors. So you have so much of a mixture. There is, you can't, I can't bottle all of colorism down in a 20 minute episode, but this is a step forward. This is a step forward. And I really wanted to do a beginning conversation, a step inside the room of Arab and Asian colorism. And now this is another whole world. And hopefully this can really inspire, you know, just Arab and Asian people to actually speak up about this because I haven't yet seen many do that yet. I feel like I'm the only flipping one that's doing it on a regular basis. And I feel like we need more people and there just isn't. So, you know, I feel like this needs to be addressed properly and uh, you know, hopefully it can be and it will be and hopefully you guys can understand this and hopefully there are some people from these backgrounds listening to this. And if you have your own stories, let me know, please. Use the hashtag I'm over it and let me know what your stories are. I feel like, you know, especially when it comes to um, colorism for, for Bengalis, I feel like they do go through a lot when it comes to stuff like this and I want to know where it comes from. Then you also have you know um, a somali kind of um population where people would deem them as arab and then but then they wouldn't want to be arab and then the arabs are like somalis as well so you have so much of this going on and where does it all come from colonialism is a massive massive factor and you know you just have these industries like this first cream industry that really exploit this stuff and put things into your mind this is why colonialism is when it messes up your mind psychologically, that is the worst impact because that can still last after independence. It can still last because prior to the colonization, this may not have been there, but after it's there and it's hard to eradicate, you have to keep talking about it. That's the only way. Program your mind to be back to what it used to be. And you have to decolonize your mindset. And this is why it can be so difficult to do so, guys. So difficult to do so. Damn. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you guys really did. We went deep, child. We went really deep. We went, we spoke through too much. So hopefully this was useful for you guys. Hopefully you guys didn't get bored discussing this because, you know, there is a lot to talk about when it comes to this. And, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make a part two of this because I do have a lot more notes that I couldn't really fit into this episode because I like to keep them quite short and sweet. 20 minutes is enough, but I will be talking about this in future episodes. Please do tweet me. Use the hashtag. I'm over it. Let me know what your thoughts are. Click that button, guys. Subscribe to this, please subscribe to this podcast i'm coming at you with great content as much as i can let me know your thoughts are guys thank you very much stay safe in these isolation homes of yours i was about to say streets child but we meant to be in our homes not the streets stay safe and i'll catch you guys soon for another episode thank you guys for tuning into this episode i hope you guys have enjoyed listening and if you have then tell a friend to tell a friend you can listen to my podcast on apple spotify and via the acos app or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts don't forget to use the hashtag i'm over it and don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content follow me on my instagram and twitter murad underscore morali and enjoy the rest of your day positivity is key confidence 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 do you understand confidence the confidence is destroyed eradicated dissolved the worth of people is reduced because they feel that they're because they are darker skinned they are inferior it is such a disgusting vile thing it definitely is ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.